Hey, what's up, everybody? I know you used to tie starting the show off, but you know what? I'm pissed off. I had a bad week with these damn rockets. Ty was good, man. Welcome to the eight, by the way. I'm here, and but we I ain't here. happy. I ain't, I ain't nobody happy. happy, man. This is a crap week. Didn't I just leave last week and I told you, yo, I don't know how they're going to lose playing this small ball. They look too damn effective, and they barely skate by the Celtics. They played like crap, but they won, and it was all good. Everybody loves this small ball. Bam! What a week. What a week. What a week. What a week, man. It is the difference in a week in NBA, and they are down to the fifth seed, and they lost to the Knicks. Yes. I said the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> they got Houston. smashed. They got we smashed have a by problem. the Clippers. Yes. Smashed, which whatever. We could have took that as a whatever. And then they lost to the Hornets. They made Rozier look like a Hall of Famer in Houston Rockets fashion. Hey, but James Harden, triple-double? Nah, we're going to quadruple-double. Ten turnovers on them. Ten uh. turnovers, man. It was a hell of a damn week. I don't want to say, man. You... If you could cheer me up, cheer me up, man. Because I'm, like, pissed off about this whole week already. The Houston Roughnecks are undefeated still this week after Ooh, a... Walker, baby. I was watching <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> That'll change your mood right there. <laughs> but back to the Rockets, man. I got to let some steam off myself, man. What I'm thinking that Houston, we have a problem. Obviously, uh, this team is not the same right now without Russell Westbrook, man. I feel like James Harden is struggling so much right now, just trying to find his identity against the teams that he knows he can beat. But I think that what I'm thinking now is the fatigue that is starting to set in. He's playing 45 minutes a game right now. And loss. And, and the, they lose, and then they play tomorrow, man. So is, is there something going on right now with the coaching there are they not letting him rest does he need a game or two to rest now because man i feel like he's starting to run low man and it's it's showing they the rockets have now lost three games man after that incredible win streak that they had and like you said the knicks a team that they should have beaten i can understand that they like they might lose to the clippers you know that one's always 50 50 but losing a game against a team that that's now 22 and 41 good god man you there's there's got to be a wake-up call right now. Mike Mike has to figure something out, man, whether they got to get Eric Gordon, give him more time, let Austin Rivers get more uh, playing time like we were mentioning before, man, and figure something out with James Harden, man. But Jeff Green did show up tonight, man, and uh, in a way where we wanted him to kind of get back into the groove, man. And we could pull out all the I'm going we're going off a lot of eye tests right now because it's what we see. Yeah. I can sit here and tell you James Harden was the highest scorer again. That's nothing new. That's just what he does. He gets buckets. But since going small, James Harden is shooting six point three shots at the rim per game. Ooh. And eleven point six above the break threes. He's not doing that good when he's shooting these threes. It feels like he's gonna miss it more than anything. And it's just getting to the point when they're struggling. With that one going this small ball and there's no rust to open it up even more, it's like dribble, dribble. Now it's annoying. It's I mean, everyone's <laughs> always had their insights into the Rockets of they just do this. They just There was just more to it than that if you really watch the games. But when Russ isn't there, it's just so much easier to focus on Harden because he's dribbling, he's dribbling, and if he drives it, you can close in and you don't have to worry behind you because he doesn't have Capella no more. Yeah. You don't have that lob threat. And today – I ain't gonna lie, when they were making the comeback, I mean, I mean, we gotta mention they started off 20, 21 to nothing. Like it was a football game out there. It was 21 yeah. to nothing. The Rockets did not score. 
If the <laughs> Rockets were playing online, they would have already opted out of quit. that lobby. <laughs> they would have jumped out of that lobby, man, because how do you – and then they, like you said, they rallied back in the second quarter, man, but it's, but just, it's just – That dribble, dribble, heave that when he gets caught on those bad switches and he's trying to make a play happen and that Lothra is not there. Like Jeff Green, he had a good game. We'll talk about Uncle Jeff in a bit. Um, he had a good game, but – He's not he's not Capella at six eleven, like you know, able to come off that baseline to have that ups over people. So it slow it took Harden down. So like a good question that I heard today was did going small enhance Russell to this beast brook that he's been? But did we take away something from Harden? I think like, that uh Russell Westbrook has the ability to play the way that the Rockets want to play with the small ball lineup. But James Harden, I don't think he's yet adjusted to it, man. And that whole, like you said, the dribble-dribble thing, I mean, it's not what James Harden needs to do with this kind of a lineup, man. And we've seen the success that Russell Westbrook has had. So that just leads me to believe that this small lineup that they've had is something that James Harden still has not been able to figure out that works in his favor, man, because I just can't do it, man. I can't watch him take the ball for like a good eight, 12 seconds, man. And then just try to either put up a shot, get fouled, but not really create an opportunity because if he dishes it out with only four seconds left, you're putting the pressure now on somebody else to make a shot when you have the ability, man, they're, they're expecting you to create something with that much time if not just give it to somebody else and then let them come to you to get a shot off but i don't know i mean it's something that the rocket's gonna have to figure out because man we don't have that many games left man we're in the last two months before we start getting really down to the nitty-gritty man you know we're trying to get at least the top the top three seeds but man it's gonna be tough we know we go with that that first seed man that they're you're just gonna have to hope that they that the lakers can lose some of those games man but the clippers man we're going to be one of right, right there next to them if we can uh, put the put these wins together at least towards right. the end of the season. Okay, so now that we're done being magic for the first few minutes, <laughs> let me be the idiot optimistic homer. I know there's some people out there that just need to hear it because sometimes I'm one of them. It's like, come on, this can't be it. Like, this window cannot – like, they just, they just were so much fun for like two, three weeks. They were fun to watch. And now they just turned back into this – bad formula where you're like this is this is like the january one the one version that we're getting when they just couldn't seem to put it together and they're they're running out of time i was left 20 games left i think yeah it's 20, 20 games less that's that's crunch time already like by this point you should have your rotation set there shouldn't be no more question there's uh, no excuses they, left bro yeah like that clippers game wasn't like you could have lost that game that one game you were okay with losing because you were up three. You were up already two one on them. Worst case, you had the tie. It's the Knicks and the Hornet games that you're supposed to like. This should be a win, you know. And yeah. Because yeah, I mean, ultimately, you feel like you can get a top three seed, regardless. But you want to be in fight for the top two if you can. But when you drop games like these, it's just this is this is gonna come back bite you in the ass later on down the line. Just like last year, we need a whole bunch of weird stuff just to end up at number two, ended up at number four. Yeah. And it's just, that's what you don't want. You don't want your future, like, not in your hands. You want it in your hands. Like, I don't know if they can they can just turn it back on and do whatever they can, but there has to be an adjustment with D'Antoni because it literally is like, just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. And when Harden stalls at the top of the key, 
I ain't gonna lie. I'm not a fan no more, especially because how much fun I was watching them with with this small ball now. Like it was a lot more fun. And Westbrook does kind of unlock Harden on that stuff, you know. And I also feel like when Westbrook sits, they need to have another attack. They need to have somebody else in the offense to just a little bit for 15 minutes to just simulate something they had with Capella. 10 to 15 minutes, just simulate a little bit of it. Harvard's like a shoot threes. He don't got a green light. Hell, give him the green light. Let him play. He's like seven feet tall, maybe seven two. I don't even know his exact height. But you could easily let him be like another light-skinned version of Capella for like 10 minutes a game. Just mm-hmm. 10 minutes, just to have that defense like, hey, they're going to pick and roll and do this. Like, they have to respond to that. Right now, I just feel like this team does have an uphill and it does got that that level where they can be title contenders. But then they got these slumps. Like, what does these slumps happen in the playoffs? You're eliminated. Like, these slumps, they got to oh, yeah. get worked out now. They got to get worked out now. They're, they're, you still got about a month or so, and maybe they can hit their hot streak for that the right time or whatever. But it's going to be different in the series. I don't believe in that whole change of pace stance because the statistics show that there is no change of pace between regular season and – you know, playoffs that say it's the same damn pace. Yeah. Um, so they don't have to change everything, but they need to sit Eric Gordon down to like yeah, they need to the give the season. more minutes, man, even to uh, Ben Mecklemore or Damari Carroll. Is that what they were playing tonight? Uh, he said they said they had about nine yeah. points in in the last 18 minutes or 18 minutes overall, but they need to figure out a way to keep Eric Gordon at least ready come playoff time if all this sitting down is to help him with this sore knee or whatnot I mean they got to figure out who to give more minutes to I mean you're gonna have to figure something now don't bring in Eric Gordon if you know he's not 100 let him get ready when we need him the most because all this having him out there and then not really seeing him till his full 100 percent not even 85 percent I mean he's he's playing but he's not there yet. And I think that the Rockets, I mean, Mike D'Antoni's need to figure something out, man, for these other guys that are coming off of the bench. Yeah, because Gordon used to be so much money, man. And oh, now money. He just, he, I mean, you leave him alone and open in the corner, and you're like, bet money. And you know what's in. Now it's like, man, <laughs> I've seen him <laughs> shoot a few times where I'm just like, <laughs> sit his ass down, man. Like, I, I trust Rivers a lot more. And he's supposed to be a third-best player. He got paid like a third-best player. Yeah, because if you got Westbrook doing his thing and Harden just doing Harden things uh, involving the team at this point, then you got Gordon giving you 15, 20 points a night. This team's this team's pretty lethal, you know. Um, They're going to start getting to the point where they're going to start really exercising those. I believe they're going to start exercising those like Jeff Green starting to earn some minutes in there. I believe he's going to be part of the playoff rotation. Because he, he showed out a little bit. Uncle Jeff with that slam today and Covington. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this team has the talent to do what it needs to do. It's just the adjustment. We've been repeating this. Like, it's insanity. It doesn't get addressed. Like, there's adjustments to be made during the game. Like, all the great coaches adjust to something. And it just seems like D'Antoni's like, I mean, damn, for like three weeks, people were in love with him with this small ball because it was just so much fun. And he is an offensive genius. But – during the game when something ain't working, you need to add something. Like, you need to be able to add something when, for these games when, or when Westbrook sits uh, yeah. for the small ball attack. You need to add something. You need to add a player. If you want to make Jeff Green do pick and rolls like he was Capella at 6'9", whatever he is, then go ahead and try it. 
You know, you I would I would suggest Harvestein because he can roll out and shoot a three. If, yeah. I, I think that dude could be a weapon on that part, but he's not getting a shot for a reason. So, you know, they're the professionals. You know, I'm not going to act like I know if I see him in practice. Maybe they see some stuff that they know is not going to translate all the way. But you just need 10 minutes. 10 minutes is all you need. That's yeah. all we're asking for, man. It's too much talent on this team right now, man, to not be able to figure it out. I mean, it would be different if the Rockets were kind of figuring something out, not having the guys there, but they have the right personnel. And that's why it upsets me when we – it doesn't upset me when we lose to teams that we know have depth like us, like the Clippers and whatnot. You know, we, we understand that that's a team that we're going to see in the playoffs. But teams like the Knicks, teams like the – the magic tomorrow, you know, teams like the Hornets, we, we know that these teams aren't on the same level as us, but yet we, for some reason, play to their level, man. We give these teams confidence, like, and then they go and lose to, like, teams that are sorry like them that are still trying to rebuild and then trying to put something together just for the excitement of the city. But the Houston Rockets, man, I feel like they have what it takes, but it all comes down to the coaching and what the coach does and in games like this where we know we need – they're not games where like, hey, man, if we lose, it's going to hurt us because it's a head-to-head. No, these are the games that you look back on when you're tied up in the, in the, in the you know, record with another team where you end up being down two because of a certain seed. You're like, dang, remember those games that we lost against the Knicks and we lost against the Hornets, you know? Like, man, had we just won those, we would have been a game or two up on these other teams that we're trying uh. to get a better seating for, you know? So – it sucks when you lose games like this, man, because there's no reason. These are the games, you, like we were talking about before when we were talking about the Lakers, and I asked you, why is it that the Lakers just have a good record? It's because you told me they're beating the team that they should beat, man, and I think that the Rockets are not doing that right now. So it, it, it's still the Rockets have to figure something out. Mike D'Antoni has to figure something out. I mean, and I just say the Rockets, but it all comes down to the coaching and what they end up figuring out with this when this personnel you know i'm gonna put one more burn in there there were i think i don't i don't have them in front of me but they were like i think two and a half games from the nuggets oh God. right well if you would have <laughs> just took care of the new york game and this game hey you should have you should have the damn cavaliers beat the nuggets by two today oh my so you would have crept up on them like this is what we're talking about like Simple little stupid games that you sh- – I mean, they're all pros, man. And once you let a team that's not that good get a lead on you, they ain't scared of you at this point. That They're playing with house money. They literally have no pressure. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. That's the most lethal teams. When they're all pros, and no matter what talent or whatever, but when they're all pros and they're, they're, they're looking at vacations already. <laughs> they're already booking trips with their families for two-week vacations wherever they're going. <laughs> That's what they're looking forward to. So to them, hey, we just hooping. So when they get a lead on you, they want to go into the season feeling good about themselves on something. So let's bust it. And once they're up 10, 15, like the Knicks were, 21, man, they were not worried about it no more. They was like, man, regardless, we're going to feel good about it. So what they do, they started matching buckets. They just start shooting with no fear. man. They're, they shoot with no fear. So you have to apply pressure on those bad teams so they could let you back in it and – the Rockets almost did with the Hornets and the Knicks, but, I mean, hey, that's just the way it rolls. If you don't start off crappy like that, you're definitely not in that position hoping for that anyways. Shouldn't be in that position. Is there anybody you would start over Daniel House right now? 
Carol. Yeah. Rivers. Yeah. I mean, I would start Carol over House right now. I would definitely give it a shot. I think House be as much as it's an H Town kid and we love to see the greenhouse effect with him and twenty six minutes played twenty six minutes tonight, three points, one for four. It's a lot of time, brother. It's a lot of minutes. That's in the what game, I mean. Bro. That's what you they know gotta, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they gotta figure this out right now. I mean, we if it would be different if we were two weeks away, you know, you're like, okay, what are we gonna do, man? But we still got plenty of time to figure something out and put some figure something out, give the guys that are needing more minutes have you know, have faith in your guys, man. And I would definitely yeah. I would definitely go with it. Uh, the more crazier one because he had a good record as a starter at the beginning of the season. It'd be Mclemore. Yeah, but he that defense though. I ain't gonna lie, defensively though, he is a little bit of a oh crap, you know. But mm-hmm. Lito when he gets going and he's shooting, I mean, damn, everybody wanted him kicked out the team at the beginning of the season. <laughs> but <laughs> man, after that, he just started busting and he's just been busting shots ever since. And they're wet and he lets them go at the top of his shot and. It's a quick release, guarded and not guarded. I would go and try Carroll to see what's up because defensively, I think he can really help you. But McLemore, man, if you want to get off to one of those starts, he can be like a lighter version of J.J. Redick in a way. I remember J.J. Yeah. Redick on those first quarters, man, when he was with the Clippers, he was like number one in the league in first quarters. There was a few games against us where if they had 20 points, this little bastard had 12 of those points, <laughs> all threes. <laughs> not, I love JJ Reddick, man. That dude's cool. Um, wish we could have got him here, but but yeah, I would, I would, I would definitely try my luck at Carroll or Macklemore. Even you can even say Rivers, but I would try one of those three right now to see what's up with House. Like that's that's just too much time for you to to not be putting a the the ball in the bucket like that. Yeah, the Rockets are gonna get their opportunities, man. I mean, I know we play the Kings too coming up uh not right now but i would say in the next four or five games i was looking at the schedule we played the blazers that's always one that you know can go if Far from because over. of yeah Far from over and we got the lakers coming up right yeah but the thing is like the reason it's far from over is because let's say it does matter at one point uh you want the you want as many tiebreakers as you can yeah so they got the Spurs coming up. They got the Mavericks coming up twice, Spurs twice. Like you want to win those, you know, just so you be the division. And you can have a bunch of tiebreakers that way. There's yeah. a bunch of people out there in Twitter that are badass and they can break all that stuff down. And if they, if I see it, I'll, I'll bring it up next time. Um, <laughs> but uh, how you call it? Uh, they got the Magic, Timberwolves, then the Lakers and the Blazers. With this team, I don't even know what the hell to even expect. Dang, dude. Looking at the standings, Rockets have lost to three. But like you said, man, we could have been right there at the third seed. And if we had we beaten the Clippers, I'm pretty sure we could have been right there tied up with them, if not above them in that second seed. So the, the optimist Rocket fan wants to hear this. If this team could get hot at the right time and small ball clicking and everything, this team can go to the five. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The pessimistic Rockets fan in me says <laughs> this team can screw around and it can be a first round exit oh. if they run into the wrong matchup. Like at and they're they're in a really bad funk for that week. All it takes is if they have these bad stretches in the in the playoffs, they're eliminated. 
That's a pessimistic fan of me. Let me just play with your head. Oh, pause. How you call it? Uh, well, let me just ask you a question here. Yeah. Let's say they get eliminated. What are you doing all season? <laughs> like, I'll tell you what I would want to do. Well, you what go you ahead. doing? Yeah, you tell me what you do. First round. If the Rockets. How desperate are you getting after that? What are you doing? Oh, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I do. Everybody's getting fired and traded. Oh, <laughs> Start over. It's been a fun three, four, five-year window thinking we had a shot at something. Unfortunately, we ran into a juggernaut. I'm trading James Harden, man. I'm trading everybody. For, I know for Clay Thompson. No. I, uh, give me picks <laughs> for the next. Like, I'll get all kinds of picks and try to trade up to get a number one somehow. Hell, I'll plan for Bronny at this point. I'm I'm just like, the hell with this, man. <laughs> Play on my feelings like this, but uh, I just, <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just, this is just being me and the pessimistic. Like, are the best years for the Rockets gone, man? It's, it's, they're doing it. They're, they're, they're right the, there. <laughs> we're we're, the we're at that, that line where it's like 2018, 2017. Like, damn, it feels like it was yesterday, but it's already two, three years ago, man, when this team had the most, the best chance that it ever had, but it, it and it's and it's funny. It's not because the other teams have figured us out or we're getting rid of some players and we're adjust. I think it's just D'Antoni not not going just fucking balls balls deep in this man. Just not pulling out all of his like. I mean, everything that he's got, he's got to put it. I mean, he's got to put it like his job is on the line here. And man, I believe bro. he's a championship coach. Like he's a champion coach. Like I don't think he's got to have something to prove, bro. There's got to he be. be he's he's got to get over the hump, bro. You know what I'm can saying? Can he be our Andy Reid? <laughs> oh, God, be our Andy Reid, Mike D'Antoni. Man, he has to be. Man, I mean. Take us back to the promised land of the Western Conference Finals, because come on, man, they're they're the wet the Warriors aren't there no more, man, and, and the Lakers. Next year. They'll be back. They'll be back, man. It's got to be like whenever Jordan left, and the Rockets ended up winning. I don't care. I'll take that. Yeah, asterisk I'll take again. it. I'll take, I'll take it, the man. asterisk. Oh, it man. just depends when they get hot. Man. It really. I mean, I honestly, it's, being real, I don't know if I see it. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just like, there's no way in hell. I mean, you've seen championship caliber teams, and they don't do they don't do stuff like this. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just being real. That they are because when you look back at the at the glory tapes that they make, like let's remember the nineteen ninety five Rockets. It's like, damn, that team had that that poise, man. They just they had that fire in the locker room. Like this team right now, bro, is like you can't really recap the twenty twenty Rockets with they lost to the Knicks, they lost to the Hornets, they lost a team that they should have beaten but they finally put it together. Like, that would be a weird mixture of, well, like, the, it was an ugly, a tough, like, you want it to be just historically, historically written beautifully, man. And I, you, you know the way it gets, gets going for the Lakers with the whole Kobe Bryant situation. It's almost like already enough, written. Yeah, you saw they were pushing that narrative. Oh, like, yeah, the disgusting. narrative is there. You could that's see disgusting. LeBron James like, leave it alone. holding the championship. And just being like, this for you, Kobe. You know, like, you my brother. I love you. And he's just holding the trophy. And everybody's just glorifying him. And that's that, That's what the media wants. You know, they're already p- painting that picture. And I think that for the Rockets, they had that opportunity three years ago when, 
I mean, they, they were there at the brinks of winning the whole thing and going to the finals and playing the uh, Cavs, I'm sure. But I, I, I think that they just shot themselves in the foot that second half and we just never recuperated. I mean, I look back to, I look back at those uh, tapes, man, at my job Friday. And it was like, dude, there was a lot of fucked up calls in that, in that, that game, but I was like, damn. And then the next year with the whole injury and uh, it was just, I don't know, man. I mean, as her for sit around. Remember, we're gonna be twenty. We're gonna be twenty years from now talking about that. Remember that time? <laughs> That's gonna suck. Well, we got Westbrook this year, man. That's why I know if there was a year to ever do it and get back in there, this is the right group of. Like, this is the right duo to to get us like, there, man. Harden we, needs to take a day off or two, man. He, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was watching his his interview after this game. And I don't know if he's sad about the game, but that dude looks like something's wrong. Like yeah. he's just like, oh, he didn't come out. Forty-five oh, minutes yes. he played, man. Shit, for a loss. Yeah, like, and then to play tomorrow. Yeah, this is MVP Harden, man. Like the 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 years that we we would always be like, oh man, they're the Harden is just a season player, and then he started to get out of that slump, man, and that's why we have faith that this guy can still do it, man. And then who better to play with than one of your good time friends, Westbrook? But I think that he's tired. He needs some time to rest, like these other players are getting rested, but he's not wanting to do it because he's not a guy that likes to do it. I think that he just needs to just sit down fall back into that like you know whenever you take a day off or two from work you're like all right man i'm ready to go back load management you mean yes i know let 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 russell westbrook take some take some of the minutes away man and just be able to uh give harden some rest man because bro we still got the playoffs and don't get it confused this is not russell westbrook's team russell westbrook and james harden is both their team but with Russell Westbrook, this team can't accomplish what it can without James Harden. We need James Harden. Yeah. They need James Harden for this to work. Russell can score 40, and we can still lose. On the Rockets, I think the – damn, I need it in my face again. I, I know when Harden scores 40, the Rockets has got a way higher winning percentage. Yeah. You know, because he involves so many so much with the passes and drawing so much attention. Just He just gravitates to defense to him so much. And he's a smart player. Um, sometimes he makes some dumb, questionable plays, but it comes with it, I guess. But even with Westbrook, I mean, you got the talent there, the athleticism. And when we're about to get into this damn game, the Clippers real quick. Yo, if he would have landed that dunk on Montrez Harrell, <laughs> I would have forgave yeah. that ass whooping. Yeah, If he would have landed it. He was trying to – man, Montrez Harrell would have had to fight Westbrook after the game if he would have did that. In a loss that they smashed on the Rockets. It would have felt like the Clippers lost on that one. But the Clippers whooped their ass, plain and simple. There's no question about it. Uh, we, can, we can pull up the stats if you want, the pressure. So when it comes to three-pointers, the Rockets were 7 of 42. And Patna, it wasn't even that ugly. It was uglier. At half, there were 2 of 22. They shot 16.7% from the three, man. So like 16.7%. I think from a a fan who don't watch sports, I would say, like, if I was that person asking this question, I would say, like, why don't the Rockets 
hire <laughs> yeah like why don't the rockets hire another coach because i mean that, that's like well if this guy can't do it why don't we get another coach what do you respond when somebody says like well why don't the rockets stop shooting threes or what you know stuff like that a typical non rockets fan that doesn't really understand that you know it's easier to get a two than a three at times you know but it, if even for me i'm like we don't need the three. If we're down by five and then there's like a minute and a half left, the Rockets try to go for a three and then you end up missing it and then you're still down five. It's like sometimes like just going for a two or try to get fouled. Uh, I'm not playing the game, so I don't really know if that's like in their mind frame or they just want to – they're just set up already to get the three always at all times. But it's like sometimes the transitions, they, they as soon as they get the ball down the court, they take a quick three and then they miss it. And it's like, dang, a wasted opportunity, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that whenever the shots don't fall in, they just got to stop doing it. Like, okay, maybe the shots ain't falling in tonight with a three. Don't put yourself, if you're like two for 22 or three for 22, don't keep shooting threes if you know that it can end up being like the Rockets were nine for 42 like damn bro like that's a lot of possessions a lot seven of, you know <laughs> like man it, it, it seven just, of 42 it's like if a quarterback man was throwing the ball and he was two for 10 he might throw it a couple more times but they're gonna probably want to run the ball more because it's just not an it's just not working and I know and I know the Rockets are a three-point shooting team even the commentator was like, man, anybody could shoot the three tonight. They're just letting it go. Like, everybody's just having a three party, you know? And that's where you're just like, man, the Rockets can do something differently. The Rockets can make teams play to their their style, man. And using Russell Westbrook, letting him create uh, plays, you know, isolation, just figure something out differently that the Rockets – the Rockets are just showing the same – style right now when it comes to shooting the threes and they know we're a three-point shooting team but for how longer man we don't even I, I don't know man to me it's like you have different a different set of guys that can get you different uh, different shots man and you just kind of hope that that somebody mentioned something we gotta we gotta figure out where Mike D'Antoni eats for lunch because we gotta get there bro we gotta talk to this man because obviously he there's something else going on maybe there's injuries that we don't know about and they just don't want to have too much, you know, they don't want to put Harden in a position where he's getting beat up all night anymore, you know, driving it in as much. I don't know, man. There's just some, there's got to be something else why we have Mike D'Antoni hasn't made a big adjustment with this small lineup. Well, they get paid millions and they got to figure it out quick because they got a whole damn month to go. Yeah. And I don't think like with the Clippers, um, they're ten and zero when they're healthy. Hey, look, team came and whooped our ass. They ain't even no excuses with it. Then it's time for me to turn to the positive Rocket fan. Well, they lost to the Knicks. They lost to the Hornets. They got their ass whooped by the Clippers the same way they got their ass whooped damn near by the other teams. I mean, the Clippers just a little more significant of a loss, you know, because that was like kind of a powerhouse slash measuring stick. So. Did they expose anything? But to me, everyone's going to say the same thing. The Rockets just didn't make their shots. You can say it for everybody every night. My thing is, the Rockets really didn't make their shots. They really didn't make their shots. Yeah. Like, that was bad. So, either the Clippers didn't expose anything, or the Rockets are just playing really bad right now. Because we've seen this slump from them before. We saw it in January. They were losing a lot. I don't got the record in my face once again. But they were damn near, I think, 
and 10 games in January, they were like four and six, six and four. They were basically a 500 ball club when it came to that in January. And then they started picking it up once the trade happens and everything. So uh, once again, like this, this just can't stand no more, man. So it's getting kind of rough. All right, I'm gonna go through a couple of games, and you just tell me quickly if we if we win or not. Being a straight up fan, not no, like just go with your gut. I don't even know this team no more. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fine. I mean, the Roughnecks or the Rockets? Because if it's the Roughnecks, we're going undefeated the whole we're way. We're going undefeated, baby. We're gonna do what the Patriots hey, couldn't do. That boy put what up a thousand yards already in the season. Walker, oh, PJ Walker. Yeah. I wonder how they. Well, we'll get into that right now. Yeah. So the magic. Gut I'll say win just because I'm gonna say they're not gonna lose three times. That's just my that's my hopeful guess. Timberwolves. Now nah, I say they're gonna win that one. Lakers. I'm gonna say they're gonna lose. Blazers. Now they're gonna win. Cavs. That's how they're gonna win. The Kings. I say they're gonna win that too. So see that out of the next seven games, they're gonna win six of them. You're saying so. This no, they, they I, be, have, I believe that's they're gonna do that. I they, believe it. It's just, I guess the you know what I take that back. Maybe the Timberwolves game is gonna be iffy because they've been playing real good since them trades happened and D-Lo's over there. So yeah, yeah, that could probably be a loss in some. It just depends, dude. Like if they let these guys come up and go up 10, 15, 20 points, like like the Knicks did and the Hornets did. The team's got nothing to lose. They're like, whatever. Like, we got vacation in Cancun and, and freaking uh, when you're going to be in the playoffs. We don't care. We just want to try to get a significant win over a good team. So when they're up 20, what's the worst that can happen? They're going to lose the lead and they're going to lose the game they expected to lose anyways? Nah, mm-hmm. now they're play- now you're, now they're flirting with the idea that they can win. So now they're like, hey, we just keep busting. Keep busting. Yeah. I mean, that's all that's going to happen. That's why I don't know who the hell the team is. I remember I, I, for a while I've actually thought like when they played the Warriors and on, on national TV they're playing the Knicks at home. I, that was the first time all season in that stretch where I literally said, "Nah, they should they should they should smash these boys and end it by halftime." And they did by like the third quarter. It was already looking like there's no point for the fourth. You know they were sitting down, and oh shit! Now, now they regretted back to the damn January. Hell, where I was like, I hope they win. That's what I'm feeling now. I hope they can beat the Timberwolves, but what no-name player on the Timberwolves is going to get 40 points on us? Exactly, dude. <laughs> like, Rozier's high. Rozier averages 17. That, I don't I mean, What the hell did Rozier have? I know. There was a point. That, that dude was just shooting with his eyes closed at one point. It was going in. Yeah, he might have had like 25 or something. Like, bro, come on, man. We're- he had 24, and he averages 17, man. He had 24, but there was like – they were coming in close, and then he like shoot this crazy three. And it was just like – I was just like, oh, come on. It's like, this is what we do. This is what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, the Rockets are just letting teams just do whatever they want with them, man. I mean, they're – it's not that nobody's afraid of nobody, but – at this point, if they know Russell Westbrook's not there, bro, they know like that there there's no other physical guy there to just take that take that Rockets team to like you know be more aggressive. So they got one know. person to focus on. That's the thing. They just exactly. got one guy and took away Capella from him. 
they become one dimensional man and yeah the lap threat's gone so it's team. like if if i was a def- if i was a defense and i had to play the rockets i would be like hey just stop harden they're like he ain't got capella there well he can still pass it off that's cool let everybody else beat you but if he struggles and he starts heaving it and all the other they're gonna it's gonna take the whole other team out of the mood out of the uh, sink they wouldn't even let him get a rhythm so i mean that's that would be my thing just to take harder when westbrook's there you got to count for westbrook and then that opens up everything else when harden's there and then you open up westbrook westbrook's there he opens up hard and they just complement each other that's why when they when they play like they can't spare these games and honestly they shouldn't even need something like that but you got to respect these teams they're pros man they Shit, they earned a check just like everybody else, and they want to get their incentives too. So, I I don't know what they're gonna do, but they need to they need to do something. It's just frustrating watching it because you just you don't see them do anything during the game, and they're down ten, and they're down twelve, and they're down seven, and they're down fifteen. They were down three before the half, and then somehow, like two three minutes, they went back up to thirteen at the half. I was like, gosh, come on! Like, it's funny. It's like the Rockets can play very well bro against teams that are good but then they like they'll lose to teams that aren't good you know like they'll beat the celtics but then they'll lose to the knicks you know like how does that even matter optimistic rockets fan here at least they play good against the top seed teams (laughs) it's like yeah that's how you're playing in the playoffs you know so i think they just play to the team they don't they don't play like they overlook these games sometimes you know how we look like Hey, you know what? That's a win. That's a win. That they they look at it like they're gonna be playing a team that's just coming off of four or five losing streaks, and they're they're not gonna be a threat to the Rockets. But then the Rock, the team that that they're playing is like they just turn it up that game, man. And I don't know. I gotta ask you: do do teams like watch film on the Rockets? before they play them you know in football you get a whole week to prepare and stuff but in basketball are our teams actually watching like the whole video or i mean i'm pretty sure it's like somebody on the coaching team i mean or somebody on the staff watches the game and then say all right let me tell you coach this is where i think the rockets do this and this and this and because it happens so quickly like which game are you even watching you know like is somebody just constantly watching or can 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 somebody like look at the film that we've been doing? Is somebody on our team looking at what we're doing wrong? And yeah, I mean, that I'm telling you, they get paid millions. They get paid a little. They get paid handsomely well. So they're in there doing studies on their days off, just like football. Just, I mean, if they're on nights of back to backs, they're on the plane. They're putting on that that film, just trying to see what they're going to do for the next game because they only have time to go to sleep. Like their game was over at six. I think uh, they was over at six. Um, they're probably back in Houston by like 9 30, 10 tonight. Then they're gonna lose an hour with the time change, yeah. That I just found out about a few hours ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody's gonna already be maybe low for you know, they're gonna feel it tomorrow, but they get paid millions. So, get your ass up and get this money, man. Get this yeah. dove. I don't want to hear that shit no more. So, but that's my whole thing with like the whole loads management thing, like load management. Like, that's kind of one of the reasons I don't want. That's why I was, I mean, we all know the Raptors, they earned that championship, but they also like, you know, you know the words were, nobody was beating that team, like period. Like we all didn't feel it. Even when people are like, I don't know why you even think the Rockets have a chance. Well, they got to go out there and play. 
God forbid I hope my team proves everybody wrong. Yeah. God forbid I'm hopeful, man. If this is the attitude, then what's the point of watching it? Yeah. What's the it, point? I want to watch it with some optimism. I want to hope that they're doing it. I hope they prove everybody wrong because that is the beauty of sports. So the hell with everybody that thinks like that. Back to what I was saying with this whole thing with the low management was that's kind of why I don't want to see like the Clippers can make the finals if it's not us. Um Cause I still, I'm still going to ride with that. Hey, I've been saying it all year. I'm not going to change it up now. Rock is in Clippers Western Conference. Don't care. They said <laughs> they, they could. They said they make it. They don't win it. Like half of me doesn't want to see them win it because I don't want the low management thing to get more of a positive spin. Oh, well, Kawhi low manages. So look, he's already got three rings. He's been managing. So I just think it's going to spread through the league because they're going to start doing it. So I, that's why I kind of don't want to see him win it because I like the hell with low management. Like, and people go watch you play, man. Play, play if you can play. So, that, this is my last little take on low management. That's just me. That's me. Some people that don't pay to go to the game are like, hey, well, you know, if they want to heal up and get ready for the next long haul, the, the goal is a championship, not regular season stats. Yeah, well, sad to the people going to the game spending money. Yeah, I like that's cool, whatever. But that's just me. That's my petty self right there. Back to you. <laughs> well, we will wrap up this week's episode, and hopefully, man, tomorrow the Rockets can finally end this losing streak and create a new one streak. Hey, shout out to the Roughnecks though. Five O hey, PJ Tucker though. For real man. Before you get off, real quick. That team is fun to watch, and I don't think prices ever go up on that because I just feel like it's the great value <laughs> NFL. Like we're trying to invest people, we're trying to avoid the NFL prices, you know. So, but yeah, PJ took uh, PJ Tucker. <laughs> My bad, PJ Walker. Walker. PJ yeah. Walker. Um, yeah, he's going off, man. Uh, Andrew Luck really looked out by putting him on on point for the tech for the for Houston team. Uh, I don't know if they're. I don't know how it's gonna work between the XFL and the NFL, with getting players into the NFL from the XFL. They're not gonna say no. Like I think if you asked any of those players, "Hey, uh, do y'all mind coming to training camp? If you make it, you got to play the NFL season, and if you win the Super Bowl, or then you start playing the XFL two weeks later." I'm pretty sure mo- nobody's saying no to a bag, so they're gonna take it. <laughs> I'm just wondering. If, I think PJ. I think PJ is gonna be in a training camp at minimum everyone thinks he's gonna be on a on a i think he'll make a roster spot as good as he's playing here yeah third second stringer for sure but like i don't ain't no telling how that's gonna work out i mean i think some of those players a lot of them are former nfl players as it is so i think a lot of them could get back into the camp but i just don't know how it's gonna work out like i really want to see how it's gonna work out like are they gonna play a whole nfl season and then come back to the xfl but if, if let's say, it's P.J. Walker's uh, situation is different because if he's a second or third stringer and he's not really ever seen the field, yeah, he'll be healthy come back around the XFL season. And they might be but, just content with that, man. I mean, you can be the best at what you're already at. And, I mean, why would you want to go to the NFL if, you like you said, you're going to be a second or third stringer? The bag. <laughs> yeah, the money. The but money. at the same time, like. And people will love you here, man. You could be the top you still dog. Do that though. It's like whenever you go to the, it's like when wrestlers go to play, like go go to the MMA, or they go from MMA, like Ken Shamrock. He'll go 
to wrestling and stuff like that. It's just, or what was her name? Ronda Rousey, you know, she'll go from an MMA from the XFL. I mean, from the NFL, like a player going from there to the XFL after years of retirement. I mean, it's just, uh, I think it's all part of the entertainment experience and who knows? I mean, it, it would be interesting to see when a player from the XFL would go to the NFL, but we'll just have to kind of wait and see, you know, and just to see what these roughnecks can do, man. It's going to be I interesting. Mean, it's going to be fun I mean, to watch. I mean, he, he just doesn't have regular games, man. Like he had 351 yards passing and three touchdowns. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's fun. We're going to keep tabs on that as it goes, man. It's already going on to week six and it's fun. Yeah. So far the XFL has been a great thing. So for sure. Yeah, it's been a lot of entertainment in that, and hopefully it continues to be that way. We'll see how it plays out. All right. That is episode, what is that yep. now? Five or six? Quinto. Five. Houston, we have a problem, has been recorded. Quinto. What are the good number fives? Sam Mack. Uh, that's a little above the head. That's rest throwback Rocket fan right there. What number Damn. was, uh, what is it? Josh Smith, what number was he? No, nah, he was number six, I think. Number six. I thought he was number five. <laughs> hey, who the hell knows? Yeah, Just know not, this is number I, five. <laughs> obviously, it's not a lot of like a lot of number number fives that I could think of off the back, but definitely. Um We'll see, man. The Rockets got to figure something out. We're going to link up or we're just going to text, man, because when we link up, it's like I'm in the game, bro. So just we'll see, man. We'll, we'll definitely we'll link, we'll link up. We'll link up as usual. It's always fun. This one should definitely be an easy one for the Rockets, but what's easy anymore now, you know? <laughs> we won't know, man. We yeah, won't we'll get, know. We get Westbrook tomorrow, and I think Gordon's going to be out another game. So we'll see what – Mike D'Antoni does, man. See who gets shout out. Minutes. Shout out Jason Kidd being a number five. Donovan McNabb <laughs> <laughs> being a number five. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. That's two of them. Screw it. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. All right, man. We I'm are out. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Put the links to Twitter, man. If y'all looking for us. If you look at Izzy Moore 88 and Ty, is. Ty, the fantasy guy. And on Instagram, we are the eight podcasts and the email, the eight podcast at gmail.com. And hopefully we can do more uh, Twitters, man. Like we can, uh, we we were pretty active. Well, you're very active on Twitter, but hopefully, man, like Talking anytime we, we get a good uh, meme going on, we, we try to put the Jeff Bagwell on. too. Hold up. Oh. <laughs> We slipping. Number five, no. Jim Bagwell. I know, right? That one, we had to go back into the bank on the that The great one. Joe Flacco. Oh, that ESPN's yeah. own Jalen Rose. All right, we had enough fun. <laughs> Close this crap. All right, man, we're out. All right, later.